listening to Show Up, Stand Out, an online visibility show where we discuss how you can become more visible using social media and beyond, attract your perfect clients, and create more free time in your business and in your life so your dreams can finally become your reality. Strategies, mindset, interviews, opportunities, and lots and lots of actionable tips brought to you by your go-to online visibility strategist and your host, Juliette Stapleton. Hello and welcome to Shop Standout, online visibility series for entrepreneurs. I'm your host, my name is Julia Stapleton. I'm known as the Queen of Visibility. And today I want to introduce you to a wonderful success strategist, Marilisa Canese. Hi, Marilisa. Hey, Julia. Thank you for having me. I am so delighted. And guys, here's why. I'm just going to read this out and you will see why I'm so delighted. Marilisa takes the BS out of your marketing and business strategy so you can grow a profitable, scalable business without sacrificing your sanity, dignity, and integrity on social media. Up my street. Seriously, Marilisa, this is like one of the best uh, bios or <laughs> introductions that I think I've, I've read. I absolutely love it. And I know that when you say I take the BS out, there is a lot of that around. Indeed. Isn't there? Sadly, yes. You have a lot of experience. Like maybe in short, you could introduce yourself and just talk about the experience. So when we start talking about the, the actual tips and practical steps, um, our, our listeners and audience knows where, we, where you're coming from. Sure. So I am a serial entrepreneur. This is my third business. So let's say that I am an enthusiast when it comes to starting and growing businesses. And before that, I was working in digital marketing for about seven years. Um, and throughout my um, journey, both as an employee and as a business owner over the last 10 years, I have always been, again, a paid traffic enthusiast. So um, my experience is mostly with marketing, paid traffic, funnels, and all that wonderful stuff that I know so many people struggle with. And um, yeah, and I can't imagine possibly growing a business without all these wonderful things, because as my bio says, I am very much a believer that when you leave your nine to five to start your business, you have to do it in a way that serves your life rather than letting a business start running your day-to-day -day experience as it tends to do because businesses do have a, a habit of kind of taking a life of their own and I, I totally agree. And I actually, I, I fell into that trap for a while until one day, probably one and a half years until, uh, after I started not just running my business, but just going actually running it online. Because when I started my business eight years ago, for six years, I was a glorified employee to somebody else. I even treated my clients as, as employers. It was just the habit. It's kind of something I didn't even realize I was doing, you know, and you don't take your power when you are like this. And even when I came online and I was saying, okay, I'm going to build an online business business because I don't like people who I'm working with locally. I need more people who are better, but still it took time to figure out what can you offer on a global scale? How can you make it, you know, um, work for you? And you do spend so much time. And then a year later, there was an aha moment when I said, hang on a second, you're starting your business. So your dream life becomes your re reality. This is a big one. So everything I do from now on, I'm going to go around and say, if I want to be flexible, then I'm not going to work with 
with people one-on-one. -on -one. If I want to be, you know, if I want to be, to work less hours, then I have to find strategies that I can maximize my time and things like that. And this is, so I so agree. This is a huge point. And so if you're still slaving for your business, you need to wake up and do something about it. Absolutely. And pay dads as well, you know, um, I, and guys, you know, you follow me and you know, I'm like an all organic girl. I talk about showing up and I talk about showing up every day, but I do have strategies to maximize your time. So you, I don't work a lot, <laughs> a lot of hours in my, in my business, but this is a very interesting show for me, uh, episode for me today, because paid this whole mentality of, of going through the paid, um, paid traffic route. So I want to talk about it as well, because there is no one way. And for each of one of us, um, there is a way that fits best for you. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. This is, this is very, very interesting. So if you're a coach, a consultant, if you have a high ticket um, packages that you're selling, tune in. This episode is definitely for you. So Marilisa, let me just, if we're talking about the, um, you know, ads and, uh, and funnels, what is the, maybe I'll, I can ask you, so what is the worst mistake you can make when you start approaching this whole thing? I would say that most of the clients that come to me that have attempted the whole funnel and webinar and paid ads or whichever way it looks like for them, one of the main mistakes that they have made is they haven't approached it analytically. So I would say that when you are putting out a funnel, an ad or anything like that, you have to always, always, always approach it as an experiment. You have to know that ultimately you will succeed but you also need to know that between the moment when you start and the moment when you can say, okay, I have a functioning profitable funnel, there will be a fair amount of testing that needs to happen in between. And what I see is that so many entrepreneurs start dipping their toes into funneling the offering, whatever that may be. They attempt the first funnel, the first paid ad, the first webinar, or again, whatever that may be of the video series. And when it doesn't work, because the likelihood is that in the first instance, it will not work. They just give up. They declare their webinars are dead and bait traffic is a bottomless pit, whatever that may be. So an analytical mindset is, and the trial and error mindset is absolutely paramount. Absolutely paramount. So I know that because I have actually been, uh, I've done that before. I'm not a Facebook ad strategist to my older, you know, I, I'm an expert in organically creating content and creating relationships, but this is an area and what you've described, that's exactly what I've experienced. You know, I'd run an ad, um, you know, to try and promote something or even just to kind of like see, try and get more people on more eyes on my stuff, but it doesn't have instant gratification. So of course, especially when you're starting the business and especially when you don't have a lot of cash flow to play with you do feel insecure about but i'm spending money yeah so what i would say is in the beginning when you attempt to start an ad for example which is something that you always need to do with a good level of know-how so that's another problem that if you just open your facebook ad manager and you start playing around then the likelihood is that you won't succeed then if you do you are very 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 lucky i've never seen anyone succeed randomly like that before um but so mostly it's really important that whenever you choose that to start dipping your toes into Facebook ads and funneling and whatever that may be, you invest the amount of money that you are comfortable losing. So you, if, you, if you decide to invest 2,000 pounds or 2,000 USD, whatever that may be for you, you have to be comfortable losing that money just for the sake of testing. So think of it as an investment in testing, but an investment that's not going to really yield any returns. And if you do get anything back, great. That's the best way to look at it. I, I love that. And you know what I, I was thinking while you were saying? How many of us 
fork that amount of money on courses that we never, we don't even finish, right? Be honest, like two modules and oh, yeah. then you never go back, right? I know I've seen some students buying my programs and not going past the two modules and they paid a lot of money. And I'm always wondering like, how? But if you take the same amount of money and just next time you're really, you know, focused on something, something you think you need, but just spend that, invest that with the same attitude, you know, because you're not going to get anything back unless you take action. It's absolutely, absolutely. And I myself spend, of course, I've been doing this for years, but I have a sense amount of budget that I allocate to testing new funnels and new things every month because that's how you move forward. Also, funnels are not evergreen as such. They are evergreen for a period. And then after a while, inevitably, they will start tanking. The market evolves. Facebook ads tank. And so you have to get into, into the mentality of trial and error permanently because it's not something that you test once and then there you go, you're set for life. You have to test every month. So for example, I do a round of testing with my ads every single month. And so again, if you approach Facebook ads with that mentality whereby I'm going to try something, if it doesn't work, then I'm going to put a cross on it and just move forward and say, and declare that lost cause, then unfortunately that's not how you grow a business. How would you then, uh, how would you advise? So say, for example, like me, and in, in a way I'm kind of, I fit into that. Um, even though right now I don't offer one-on-one, -on -one, you know, high ticket consultancy or anything like that, because I want, don't want to be on calls all day. But if I was, you know, where would you say to me? So like in just in, in simple terms, you know, so we can have some practical application to that. What would your way to be uh, to advise me to what to look next for? So I would first of all define your target market as a very specific one because you might have in your in your target market different ICAs. I know that there's a lot of, of talk around ICAs and you only have to have one, but the truth of the matter is that if you are different products and if you are a seasoned entrepreneur, the likelihood is that you will have different products or services that appeal to different ICAs. So to say, so you first of all you only run one ad per one ICA. So you have to be very specific. Again, like with everything else, things that we've learned the hard way is that whenever you are targeting someone, you have to target one ICA, not multiple ones. So once you've done that, the best thing that you can do for yourself in trying to define where your ICA is likely to be. Because of course, with Facebook ads, I don't know how much your, um, how familiar your listeners are, but Facebook is quite great in that it allows you to target people. And when I say targets, I mean, show your ads to people that have specific interests, people that have liked certain pages, people that are within a certain demographic or people that are on your list. So the, one of the mistakes I see people make all the time is that they don't really spend enough time researching the kind of audience that they want to target. And again, when I say target, you have to test multiple audiences to see what works. But again, if you have a good understanding of your ICA, then it's very easy to start sussing out where they're likely to be found. So for example, for me, I already know that there are people that like certain pages that are likely to be interested in one of my products or many of my products. So I already know when I go and start testing my ads, I already know what kind of audiences I want to test. If I go in there and I start testing everyone that's interested in entrepreneurship, 
it might that, be that's it. I think that's where people make a biggest mistake is that they start targeting people within the the interest of what they're doing. You know, so if they if they offer marketing services, they are looking for people who are interested in marketing services. But actually, when you're talking about your ideal client and as a psyche of them, what do they like? Maybe they they are like big dog lovers and they just follow this big Absolutely. dog. You know, and or or maybe they love John Asaraf or Joe Dispenza or someone. It's like something else. And these okay. are the things that are actually much more efficient that's in general i found you know because i think all the time every time i have a mastermind these are all my you know perfect clients for this offer right and i'm looking at them and, and i'm listening very very carefully about what they say what names they drop and everything because yeah. that just gives you that understanding yeah. you have to come out of the box a little bit exactly and the great thing with facebook so facebook ads um when you compare them with say google ads or youtube ads um, the great thing about them is that they are very specific in terms of how closely you can target people. So um, with Facebook ads, you can also apply different layers. So for example, imagine I wanted to target people that are interested in growing their coaching business. I can target people that have a certain interest and then I can add, I can narrow my audience to then add people that, for example, um, have, say, run a Facebook page so that I know they are serious about their business or people that have a certain interest. So again, the more you know your ICA, the, the easier it will be for you to filter through to those people that are likely to be interested in your offer. And then of course, the more targeted you are, the less, the lower your cost per lead will be, the more efficient your ads and the, the higher your cost, your return on investment, your ROI. If, if, and this is, this is something that I actually hear from people. Uh, so, okay, that's, that's great. But I actually don't know you know who my ideal client is right now. I mean, I, I know, but I don't really, I, that just really overwhelms me. I don't understand exactly. I actually don't know what pages they, they follow. Would you say, well, in that case, don't run any ads or would you still advise them to test and try to figure it out? I, I would say that you need to get really, really clear on your ICA first. And then, yes, there are tools within um, the Facebook Ads Manager interface that will allow you then to go and do a little bit of digging, like Audience Insights, for example, where you can do a little bit of digging in terms of, for example, what publications they might read or what other pages they might find. But if you don't have a good understanding of your ICA, yeah, the answer is go and do some research around that first before you even think about running Facebook ads. But my guess is that even with different organic reach strategies if you don't know your ICA they're going to be equally ineffective anyway so it's not a bad problem in that respect it's a, a bigger problem if that makes sense yeah exactly because it all then comes down to the messaging and whether you're going to uh, run ads or do it without ads it's still about who you're talking to absolutely and then there are other things that come into it of course like the it, your customer's level of awareness of their problem, of the solution to their problem, market saturation. So there are so many things that come into crafting a successful Facebook ad, Facebook copy, even the creative. But as a starting point, if you don't know your ICA, then all the rest is completely ineffective anyway. So start there. For sure. Okay, perfect. So step one, guys, get clear on your ideal client. If you are very overwhelmed, just get on calls with people who are your best clients right now or people who fit that, that avatar and talk to them. That's the best way if you don't know completely, I think. And this is something, this is something probably it's scary on a personal level. And I know that because I always teach people to talk to, to other people and that's the scariest part, but it's worth it because that's where, and record those calls and, you know, transcribe them and, and, and look at it and see what they said. What did you miss and what words they used Absolutely. and all these things. So that really, really will help. Um, yeah. So, okay. What if I am clear on okay. my ideal client? Then you want to, first of all, have a strategy. 
because again, another mistake is getting in there and then taking your offer, your latest offer, say you have Black Friday, for example, and you get in there and you're like, okay, I have this wonderful offer. Let me just create an ad and target people. Facebook ads don't work that way anymore because there are, as you can imagine, there's a level of saturation that is a lot different than what it used to be, say, four years ago. So now you have to be very clever and you have to have a strategy. So um, what I don't recommend that people do, it can work sometimes, but not very often, is going straight in with an offer. So targeting cold traffic with an offer just because you think, hey, they're going to see this offer and they're going to think it's great. We're not at that stage anymore. We haven't been for a long yeah. time. So um, my, my advice is to create a strategy in terms of creating some layers whereby you first of all create some awareness around your brand. Say you might want to target people just with some video views without a call to action to warm them up, to make them aware of your brand and then perhaps drive them through a funnel afterwards. Because again, one of the other things that people do that gets them to say that Facebook ads don't work is that they just take a cold audience and they start targeting them with ads running straight to their offer. And then when they don't buy it, they're thinking, oh, Facebook ads don't work. That's no, right. you have to create some brand awareness first. It's different if you're targeting people that you can do, people that are already on your list. Because yes. of course they already have a brand awareness. And again, you know, there's a lot to be said around whether you can target them with an offer straight away, they still need warming up or whatever. But especially when we're talking about cold traffic, you have to warm them up. So the best strategy is to warm, warm them up, say with a video view campaign, for example. So or, that, that again says, go do your videos, do your you know, live yeah. videos or record your trainings, do them on your business page. Yeah. So you can then collect, run watch parties everywhere else. So you can collect more eyes. And then you can, you can use that for your, for your targeting. And that could give you some idea of who is actually watching you and getting engaged with yeah. you. You know what I was thinking while you were saying that the way I, in my life, I didn't know who Gary V was for a long time because I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I don't really need to know everything. You know, I have a lot of things so if it comes you know in my world into my world that's fine but Gary V does a lot of documenting like it's somebody's you know filming him and yeah. he's just sitting there talking and it's not really produced videos necessarily and I was thinking as you said brand awareness there is a great example just do some talking and there's no call to action there's nothing to yeah. sell nothing do some talking share your views share what you know yeah. just sometimes it's just literally Absolutely. just sharing your thoughts <laughs> Absolutely. No, and you don't even have to do to create an ad hoc video per se sometimes if you are already coaching people for example what i have i have eight videos just to create brand awareness i have eight videos that are just running to a specific audience that are effectively snippets of coaching sessions that i've done with my clients and i've taken them and i've chopped them off and i've asked my assistants to package them nicely and there are three to four minute videos that i am running to people before i even target them with a webinar registration offer not even a paid offer a webinar registration offer because when they see me and they see me over and over these are eight videos and then i pop up with a webinar invitation they'll be like oh look her again they know her yeah yeah and they watch her so they like her because it, it, there's so much personal attraction especially if you're a personal brand and it's you know you're yeah. the face of the business there's people just want to be in your world more than anything oh, yeah. that's the first thing it's not that what yeah. you do and it's like they want you in their yeah. world <laughs> absolutely and then also what i have noticed is that in this day and age of course it depends on what your brand is like if you have a very polished brand then that's very different but what I'm noticing is that for most brands, personal brands, the less polished, the better. So I have three of these eight videos that I'm running. They are, I have no makeup on. I am, I'm just, my hair is 
effectively a mess and they are converting better than the other ones they're a little bit more polished i only have two polished ones in there this is something one of my clients who does like um, she has a boutique and she, she does a lot of videos and she says the best videos that always sell out everything that she's showing and convert are the ones where she's making mistakes when she's yeah. saying oh i'm just having one of those days and people because they see the real yeah. person they get straight absolutely away. yeah absolutely because in, in back in the days when i started doing video productions and even live streams I used to get so hung up obviously English is not my first language and so I used to <laughs> I'm sure you can relate do runs and reruns of different videos until I got it perfect and now what I'm realizing that actually people can relate to the imperfection of the, the people business. love the accent. People love when you make grammar mistakes. They love when you make some mistakes. My biggest converted, converting uh, live stream, which was an organic one, I didn't even put money in. I messed up uh, and instead of 997, I just, my dyslexia kicked in and I couldn't, you know, nines and sevens are all mixed up and it took me several takes to even pronounce the price. And then I just went to mad laugh and everything. Everybody bought, everybody who was there, they went into and, and opted in. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is so. See, guys, you get you. You need to pick up a lot of things here. Yes, you can use paid paid traffic, but you really need to still show up as who you oh, are absolutely. with yeah. with your own like natural. Be natural. Done is better than perfect. People don't don't seek perfection, and what they definitely not looking for is this like banner ad. People are just you know if they are they don't know you and they don't already love you and they already listened to you, they, they get just completely. It's like that they're blind to these ads. Absolutely. So you are wasting your money. Yeah, yeah. And one of one of the questions that I get all the time from my brand new clients, they are literally mostly from those that are just starting the business. Like, can I skip the live streaming and being present and having doing live webinars for the sake of just running registered recorded sorry webinars and i'm like wait a second no while that might be the thing that's most aligned with you you cannot skip all the rest out of fear you have to get comfortable first and then move on this is another things. word you just said keyword and guys tune in if you start telling yourself i am not aligned with live streaming because it doesn't feel comfortable you are actually um you're 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 telling bs to yourself right you're lying to yourself because if you're uncomfortable that's what you need to be doing you yeah. know entrepreneurship is not a comfortable I get used more. to be uncomfortable get used to pushing through these things and i know you're gonna hate that time that you're doing that and i'm gonna you're gonna like pick on yourself but you're actually doing fine and everybody around wouldn't even know what you what's inside your head but it's really really effective because people are looking for connection you know it, it's it's very easy these days to say well technology automation we're just gonna hide but People are, people are still humans and, and the thousands and thousands of years of us doing business one-on-one -on -one without this globalization and you know, all this uh, automation, we still need to, to be there. And I think it's so, that's why your videos are so effective. And so just before, and I know that there is, so we, we only had 20 minutes, guys. We didn't, we didn't have enough time to really go deep into that. But I do know that Marilisa has the perfect next step for you. And if you want to go, you know, and, and kind of like find out her system, because we were talking about a couple of first steps that you need to look at. But I know that you have a really good five-step system to generate five to 10 coaching clients a month. I do, I do. So talk to me a little bit about that system just in general and where do they go? Sure. So uh, I am currently running an automated webinar, of course, and um, it effectively on the, the system that I teach my clients in terms of how to go from 
being lost and desperate for clients effectively, like many of them are when they approach me, to having a consistent lead generation system in place. Now, I am a very analytical person. I love systems. Uh, I am effectively a little bit OCD. So this is for those that like to have or that want to have an analytical mindset when it comes to the lead generation system. Uh, so take away the uncertainty, take away the guesswork and know exactly if you invest X amount of money, you're going to get an ROI of five times, eight times, whatever that may be. Uh, and so this is what I guide my clients through, which is effectively I help them create an effective uh, lead generation funnel for specifically for high ticket coaching. So for those that have high ticket coaching or high ticket offers. And so where do we go for that? Do you, do you... I will say it, but I'm sure that your listeners will have a problem spelling it out. It's marilisaconese.com forward slash masterclass. Oh, right. Okay. And I think that I also have another link, mybusinessvision.club. Awesome. That will bring yeah. you there as well. And I'm going to put it. So guys, there's no spelling or don't worry about it. Just click on the link in the description to the show or the show notes if you're listening this as a podcast. And you're going to be there and you can register. Automated webinar means... It's there, like you're not going to have to wait a few days for it, is it? Yeah. So, so that's absolutely fantastic. And Mar- Marlissa, thank you so much for sharing. I think it's important time. to put that, uh, that like real talk, analytical hat. Too many people are drowning in this whole alignment and what's, you know, I don't feel like it, you know, it's not, it's not my yeah. thing or, you know, there, but a lot of those things are just not running your businesses as businesses. And if we are entrepreneurs and we're running our businesses, we have, well, even if it's not a natural thing, we have to run them through systems that's it's the only way and and paid traffic at some stage even if you're not haven't done it at at the start it will be a must anyway sooner or later so you can make it a little bit sooner so go grab that uh, check out that masterclass. and marlisa thank you so much for being my guest today thank you for having me Guys, I will see you in another episode of Show Up Stand Out next week. If you have any questions for Marlisa, please pop them in the comments and uh, we'll get back to you with answers. And yeah, stay visible and stop hiding. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Show Up Stand Out with me, your host and your online visibility strategist, Juliet Stapleton. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And if you're ready to be more visible and create an impact, check out julietstapleton.com to see how I can support you on this journey and help you show up fearlessly and with ease.